It's Alana. And Jacqueline. And we're back for another episode of Black and Yellow. Hi, guys. Post-election. We yep. got results to talk about. Here we are. Jack and I wanted to make this episode straight off the top full of energy and happiness and enthusiasm because the election results, if you are a Democrat or a woman, were amazing. We're pretty, yeah, pretty awesome. And super inspiring. Totally. Unfortunately... Because Jackie and I do live in Los Angeles, California, there was a tragedy that happened earlier this morning, and we just want to talk about it just a tiny bit, Mm -hmm. send our our, uh, hearts, prayers, thoughts, regard to the family members, but... Uh, early this morning in Th- Thousand Oaks, California. Which um, if most of you guys, sorry, I don't mean I totally no, no, cut you it. off. You guys, most of you guys are probably from Los Angeles, but it's about an hour from mm-hmm. where we are. Yeah. We're in, we're it's in Eagle deep Rock. Valley, deep San Fernando Valley. Yeah, and then it tends to kind of go, start to go up north to like Calabasas. Mm-hmm. Um, you would know Calabasas because that's where the Kardashians yeah. live. So just, um... Yeah, just letting you guys know. Thank you, actually, for cutting me off, because I do tend to live with my California tinted glasses on, (laughs) and I do tend to assume that everyone just knows what I'm talking about. So, thank you for that. You're welcome. That's Um, what I'm here for. (laughs) 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 Co-host. Keeping me on track. Yep. So, a Marine Corps veteran by the name of Ian David Long, uh, who had served in Afghanistan, fatally shot at least 12 people Wednesday night when he stormed a crowded country and western dance hall in Thousand Oaks, California. He was 28, right? He was young. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know I the age. I was reading about it, and he was. He was a young guy, 28. He was a young guy. Uh, it happened at the Borderline Bar and Grill in Thousand Oaks. Uh, I guess this is a Wednesday night is a particularly busy night there because there's uh, it's a college night where they allow patrons who are under 21 to come and I would assume do some line dancing and just enjoy the uh, the country musical revelry of it all. But um, There is an eerie parallel. The shooting came just over a year after 58 people were killed at a country music festival in Las Vegas. That would be Route 91 Festival. uh, When a gunman opened fire from a high-rise hotel room. The eerie parallel exists in the fact that some of the same people that emerged from the bar, the borderline bar and grill, described having survived the shooting on the Las Vegas Strip as well. So... Mull on that for a second. Yeah, to have to experience that, I think, two twice is uh, it's not something that anyone wants to go through. Um, yeah. yeah, like that's a hell of a nightmare to come out of the other side on. Yeah, and I'm sure that those are memories that you never want to retrigger or relive, but yet. Here you are like, just trying to live your life on a Wednesday night enjoying country music because I'm assuming if you're there, country music is your jam. Mm-hmm. And um, just to, to to lose your life or watch yeah. your friends lose their yeah, lives. Or, or just your children. Or perfect strangers. Yeah. It's just a really and a bar and grill act. is like, you know, like a neighborhood bar and grill. It's like that's the last place you expect to be right. either killed at or, or have anything like that happen. You know, n- really any place. I mean... Uh, United States just has a consistent, seems like, we had an episode on, on gun we control did. and we gun violence. We had an episode on yeah. gun control. And the fact that, you know, most of the shootings happen in the most safest place, like mm-hmm. schools, um, is just really tragic. Well, it feels like we're li- existing in a time where nowhere is safe. You can't yeah. go to your religious places of worship 
churches, synagogues, temples, because you're going to get injured. You can't go to your favorite bar grill and just take in a little bit of music and Mm -mm. dance a little bit because that's unsafe too. It's like, where is safe? Yeah. We are living in a culture of fear and I don't feel like we're moving through life with humanity for the others around us. Mm -hmm. Something in this Trump administration, somewhere along the line, humanity sort of left the room and... So did shame and kindness and honesty and compassion and empathy. And I feel like we got to get back on track. Yeah, it's a it's quite, quite a crazy time we're living in. Um, We just so I mean, hopefully we're starting to get back on track based on what we're going to talk to you guys about today. Yeah. Um, Yeah, definitely. Let's let's switch it. Let's switch it up. Let's 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 bring the tone up. Yeah. On that kind of morose note, we just want to say do, that our hearts do go out and we're thinking about everyone and sending some love out into the universe and to the families and um and if you're listening um thank you for listening thank you for listening yeah, yeah. and thank you for keeping it light jay you're good on sometimes i just gonna exist in the darkness it's okay it's not necessarily a healthy place it's all to about be. light and dark yin and yang <laughs> black and yellow <laughs> So in other news, midterm elections, Democrats took the House. Republicans obviously still have the the Senate. Senate. We've lost a couple of seats, but Democrats by and large took the House. That's great. 226, I want to say. I'm pulling up. I thought it was 235 last. I check. 225. So you're right. 225. You were. You were actually just yeah. one off. 225 Democrat, 197. That's in the House of Representatives. Yay. Again, the Republicans do still control the Senate. We weren't, when I say we, I mean. Only by two. Only like by two also. This yeah. is true. This is but true. Still, you know. I think uh, there was this. There was a little bit of a heartache because we weren't able, when I say we, I mean the Democrats, we weren't able to overturn such key uh, Senate races, such as Florida, Texas, and Georgia. We weren't able to turn those places blue. Mm, yeah, I was looking at the map and I was like, oof. Yeah, there was a lot of fanfare for Andrew Gillum and Beto O'Rourke and Stacey Abrams. They oh, yeah. were yeah. Endo- endorsed by some Big, big celebrities and Oof. we they weren't able to turn those key states blue which blue. means that trumpism still is very much yeah alive alive and well but it yeah. does mean that we're making progress yeah. especially women right um so there was a series of so many firsts mm-hmm. i am going to i have like a huge list here because I, I love was, stats you love firsts oh yes and i love lists <laughs> I'm a list girl. Woohoo! It's my type A personality. Can't help it. <laughs> um, so we had, for the first time, 256 women candidates. That's amazing. That's amazing to actually see their name on ballots and to count going through the ballot and seeing 256 women in that whole, like, ballot book was, mm-hmm. like, uh, that is, that that's a win. I knew um, 2018 was the year of the woman. This uh, just further yeah. confirms that you're women. Literally. Yeah. Yes. yeah it's not the woman. We, it's Women we, we knew everywhere. this, yeah, and we're prepared. Yep. Hence, uh, listen and subscribe. Um, uh, the first Native American women in Congress, mm-hmm. um, Democrat Sharice uh, David, right. there's two of them, and Democrat one other one. I can't read my handwriting. Anyways, um, as well as uh, first two... There's a, a Muslim woman in Congress, too, as well. Yes! Mm-hmm. Michigan, Rashida... Yep. 
Rashida Lab. La- she's also a Somalian refugee, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And she had, I watched her video about her wearing, um, uh, she talked about the first women that would be wearing, um, uh, what do you call that? A, a hijab? Uh, yeah. In, in Well, there's two Muslim women. Yeah, Which one are we Muslim. talking about? Are we talking about Rashida out of Michigan or are we talking about Ilan Omar? I'm thinking about Ilan Omar. Okay. For she's Somalian and then Rashid is she's a little bit older, right? Yeah, I believe so. She's from Michigan. Yes. 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 Rashida is from Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. No, Cut don't, you don't off. be sorry. Um, the first openly gay man Woo-hoo! elected yeah. for governor in Colorado, Jared Polis. I hope I'm saying his name I right. Think it's Poles. Poles, which is amazing. Um as well as the first female senator from Tennessee, yep. Marsha Blackburn, Republican, um, two Hispanic women um, to be represented uh, for Texas in Congress, Veronica Escobar and Sylvia Garcia. I feel like that's a big deal in a state like Texas. Like, we weren't yeah. able to turn it blue, Mm-mm. but I feel like Texas is one of those states in the United States that really holds tight to gender stereotypes yeah. and gender and the gender status quo. Mm-hmm. For sure. And it's huge. Mm-hmm. So think about, like, you know, turning that state blue is, I mean, I think having women... Even just ethnic, like think, look, like I'm. Women of color, this, literally, women of color, yeah. Native American, Muslim, and um, Hispanic women, mm-hmm. like that's huge. Yeah, like I, I don't ever really give Texas a lot of credit. No, when you think Texas, you think like guns, barbecues, and white men. cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, you don't think, you don't think, and but but. Texas is, I mean, it's so close to Mexico, too, you know? Right. I mean, Texas might not have gone blue, but Texas definitely showed up for women, which I was incredibly surprised yeah, by. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. As I was as I was reading about everything about the, the results, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Not only women, but for the first time, I feel like that I've seen any, 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 like any before, women of color. color. Yeah. And from our previous episodes, seeing how a lot of why Asians don't vote and why Asians don't feel like represented mm-hmm. is I think just having women of color in these positions is a win for Asian. But I will say, so I run at the Silver Lake Reservoir and the rec center there is a voting, is a polling station. Mm. And I was pleasantly surprised to see quite a bit of Asian women. Yeah. And not just of one particular generation. I saw mothers and daughters, wow. which means that there is a shift that is occurring. Yeah, and I think if it wasn't for Crazy Rich Asians, I know Constance Wu is extremely... Um, Good, outspoken on, yeah, about it. super outspoken. She was like posting so much about it um, on her Instagram. So that's really, really good. Um, South Dakota, first woman governor. Awesome. Um, Republican Christy Noem. And just like the amount of record number of women running in general, like I said before, and all these firsts are, are True. just... Wait, you didn't mention one that like is my favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. T- do Ayanna it. Ayanna Presley. She yep. became Massachusetts' first black congresswoman. Like... Go, mm-hmm, girl. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I... Sorry. Like, no, I always have to stand for... Do it. ...for the ladies. But also, I wanted to mention Chris Murphy, who you might... If his name is familiar, he represents the families of Sandy Hook and has oh. long been pushing for better gun control. He won in Connecticut. Oh, that's so Maybe good. we could also use some of his tutelage here in California yeah. at a time like this. Right. But I just wanted to... Um, Pinpoint that also, this isn't necessarily a first, but Florida restored voting rights to ex-felons. 
mm-hmm. which will allow a million people to regain the right to vote. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. A million people That's can make a, a huge, huge thing. difference. Because when you think of like our our prison system, there's a lot of cogs in that machine. Uh, the entire prison system is so effed up it's right. not even funny yeah like a the lot amount of taxpayer not... dollars that goes to no. support this thing that is is so outdated and right and and and, and just the policies surrounding drugs and mm-hmm. it's just don't get me started yeah jack listen jackie and i have had a lot of conversation about this off air if you are like what are they talking about we should, do a prison episode. A favor. We should. <laughs> but before we have that do yourself a favor go watch 13th by ava duvernay she does a great job of talking about our prison system of talking about the 13th amendment um didn't she um she direct 12 years of, oh never mind um, I'm not sure who directed 12 Years of Slate, but I know she directed Wrinkle in Time. I know she directed Selma. Yes, okay. I know it was something like a big, like, awesome she's, African-American. She's on point. She's beautiful. Um, but yeah, it, ta- it definitely illustrates the flaws in our prison system. But the right to vote, to me, is very much tied to being a citizen. So being stripped of the right to vote is like telling a felon like you are no longer a citizen you are less than yeah so why even be here you know right and i also (laughs) feel like that we don't spotlight redemption yeah in our prison system like once you're a bad guy you're marred a bad guy forever Forever. and if we want to really change people and the system and like and right yeah totally we've got to treat our felons like human beings that maybe made a wrong mistake wrong place wrong time wrong action and 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 they should really understand that everyone deserves a second chance or a third or a fourth, depending on yeah. obviously what you've done. But rehabilitation and going through these these courses where they can you know be educated and find. I mean, just like I think really good corporations or businesses leading the way. Like I was, this is a little off topic, but um, we get off topic here. <laughs> uh, Mark Zuckerberg and his wife Priscilla Chan um are starting this guy. It's called CZI, which is pretty much like. I was watching a whole thing about it yesterday, but um, it's like this new um, company, but it's it's more for like medical and trying to find like all cures to diseases within ten years. It's amazing. Oh. They've pledged ninety nine percent of their income of their of their um, the, the, what they make to this company, mm-hmm. and they have a program that, that I think is like a forty three million dollar program where they wow. deal with ex felons and ex convicts specifically, um, and they hire them. That's work, amazing. Yeah, as they a, should. Yeah, exactly. So, and they were interviewing a couple of them, and this ex felon said, "You know, I'm I'm so lucky. I never thought I would be working for Mark Zuckerberg. Like, just things uh, like a Priscilla Chan, ride. right? Right? Like from being in prison for seven years to then coming out and working for like the and managing. Yeah, yeah it's that's like true. pretty pretty awesome. So. True. You know, I that's a great win for Florida. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. We, and and if there's one thing I just kind of want to say that might be controversial, but th- because I'm an artist and I have to think on both sides. If there's one thing I can admire about Trump being Trump is that because of who he is, this voting, this, the, the midterm was had never, there was never, there was just record breaking amounts of voters than ever before. Yeah, I think and, that. And I'll, also, too, because of the state that we're in. Yeah, I think that there was a lot there was a lot of fear uh surrounding it. I think there was a lot of fear just really permeating our nation and yeah. fear will cause you to act in crazy ways, in smart totally. ways. Fear causes action and I think that people were Good or bad. running shitless. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do think that 
Trump's ele- Trump's election or Trump himself? Trump's um, presidency. Okay, yeah, I do think Trump's presidency inspired movement and change. Yeah, like that is for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but now, like, what do we do with this movement and change? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's where I think I think we've made a lot of strides. Mm-hmm. But now, like, where do we go from here? And I think that's the bigger question. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, go ahead. I would say for me, a lot of talk at the top of the year was like 2018, the year of the woman, the year of the woman. I think that that's totally true. I'm seeing this victory uh, by women by the LGBT community, Mm -hmm. by marginalized people. Personally, as a motivator to do the things and chase the dreams that I never thought that I would be right for. I love that. I think that we're in a time where... You know when you grow up and it's and your parents are like, you can do anything. Yeah. You can change the world. I told my sister that yesterday. But, but until you see it, until you see that sort of representation, you don't really believe that it's true. Mm-hmm. And I think that we are at a time in society where our world is changing and those age-old adages are not just adages anymore. They are yeah. truths. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we can have... Black, more women in Congress, more women younger in the Senate, women, younger women, women of color, more marginalized people. I, to reflect what America already is, absolutely, right? yeah, definitely. That's the key for me because somehow, because we there was a, there was a bunch of decades there we got away from what yeah, America somehow, was all about and really looked like, yeah, because somehow the the government still is 60, 70 year old white men mm-hmm. running the country when majority of the population in general. And the way that people are thinking, yeah, maybe some, like, middle America or most of America is still maybe generally white. But the way people are <laughs> yes. still thinking is mm-hmm. changing. And the thinking has to reflect the government. The government has to reflect the thinking, right? True. Hence, diversity, younger women, all the stuff that is amazing. You know? Well, having women in office is better for... The nation as a whole. Completely. Like, that's just fact. That's fact. And the United States has been so behind on putting women in public office, whereas other parts of the world are, like, light years ahead of us. Literally. Yeah, women in office, we know. Better for everyone. Duh. Like, what's wrong with you, United States? Leave these gender norms behind you. Because the only thing, the only person, and I say person in quotes, that you're doing a disservice to is yourself. Exactly. The person being, like, the... The collective. Yeah, the United States. (laughs) Um, How are you using this this win to propel you, you. Know, what are I your thoughts I didn't really think about it because I had like so like I, like I was telling you before mm-hmm. this week I had so many things on my mind that like the voting was like a was like a like on my list and then it was yeah. like just things that I needed to check off because the list was like so long so long mm-hmm. that you know I, like I didn't really even think about it until we were like doing literally sitting here and recording um I'm going to have to just kind of relish in the fact that there are people like me, it's not necessarily Asian, but of color and minorities and marginalized group that are starting to kind of like make its way Mm -hmm. into the government um, and be really grateful for that. And then just kind of hang on and trust because I go through this a lot as well, especially being the child of an immigrant. Yeah. Where I tend to not, I tend to have feelings of like that this may not necessarily always be my home. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or moments of like, is this the place where I want to be for the rest of my life? Huh. So 
this gives me a little better hope and, and doesn't make those thoughts so um, magnified, I daunting. guess. Daunting. And daunting. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, so, you know, I, I've never shared this on air, but, but yeah, it, it's this sort of like trust and faith in this country a little more than I had. That's really moving because I... I don't I've never actually had a thought like that. I've yeah. never actually considered like, is this my home? Right. Is this my true citizenship? Like that it's a reality that I've always known and me being an American is so deeply tied to mm-hmm. my identity. Mm-hmm. I I never considered another way of thinking. Yeah, I think because I have so much culture and and roots in other countries and my mom has made her way to America by immigrating to two different countries. You know, I can't help but think a lot. I think a lot about where I'm going to end up. And a lot of the times America hasn't has been one, but one of many, you know, Mm, because of where I've come from. And then I really think about what America has done for my mom. So that that gives me and, and that's a lot of immigrant stories that now are voting and making a difference. Yeah. So. I am so blessed. I don't think I, my if my mom ended up anywhere else, I would have I would be who I am today. Mm-hmm. You know, so that I have to sort of once in a while I tend to get a little away from that, and I kind of have to come back to what America has really done for my life and for my mom. That's an interesting way of phrasing it because, as you and say, the opportunities that we've gotten here. Yeah, like the opportunities, like what your what America has done for your mom. I think as an African American, I think what has America done to my ancestors? Oh, see, yeah. you know what I mean. And there's two so different, different schools of thought. Where I like, mean, a little bit for me too during the Gold Rush and the definitely. Chinese Exclusion Act and all of this stuff that's been going on. But, but as far as like on a on a on a personal yeah, level, yeah, yeah, not historically, right? Yeah, and I guess because I've I've always been a citizen, that's the only that's my first go to frame is like, well, what has America done to black people? Right, and that's how part of your you, identity too. Yeah, like how have you stripped us of our humanity and dignity, and how can we continue to find ways to reverse that? Re- yeah, yeah. You spend decades. Think about how many centuries of slavery. That you and then another another and then the more like the same amount or even more of centuries to mm-hmm. essentially reverse that. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's exactly what's happening now with the government. Think about how long the government has been old white men. Yeah, just need to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and now think about we're finally starting to to see these things happen. You know, so yeah, we're also. I think this election also um, had sex of Trump supporters who at the at, during the 2016 election had always identified as Republican could not fathom voting for anything remotely democratic mm. but who have I'm, I guess I'm really spotlighting white women and evangelicals specifically yeah. those are the two groups that I'm talking about where I'm like Trump doesn't stand for your politics I think that we've seen a lot mm-hmm. of flippage and a lot of oh, change sure and I think that's also a big part of how some of these results came to totally. be. Totally. I mean, I'm just trying to imagine putting my shoes in someone who's like, yeah, I voted for Trump. He's awesome. I'm Republican. And then Trump gets elected. You get into office. And then everything that he's said and done must be quite jarring. And then yeah. you question your beliefs and your your, your party and and, and and who you, you want to be and and oh totally yeah. I would liken it to change to like a change in religion 
Yeah. Where, you know, I'm not saying that that we're not religious the, here, but yeah, I'm not saying that the Republican Party is like religion, but it is an it organized like way of thinking. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Ideals, like, beliefs. Definitely. Just like morals. just like to be a Democrat. That's a very certain way of thoughts, feelings, beliefs and lifestyle yes. um, actions. Uh-huh. I can I can't imagine what it would be like to have to really call that into question and divorce yourself from those beliefs seeing as how those beliefs generally are generational it's not a one person thinks this thing when we're talking about political ideologies a lot of those things are learned yeah and influenced heavily by your parents and your older siblings and your culture yes Um, grandparents and their grandparents totally yeah so I think that you could feel like the change is very, very palpable. It is. It's it's quite quite like it's like exciting. It is super exciting. Yeah. And I think with this win for the Democrats, I think that we have to keep fighting. We really do. Like I think that we've got to this, and this might be a a. Sorry, I can't. Tell me, girl. I've been reading the autobiography of Malcolm X, so this might be a reaction to me, like (laughs) almost being done with that book. But I think we cannot sit back and just be civil. Like, I think we've got to check our civility at the door. Same. I think for the first time, like you said, people are fighting and we are living in a very fear driven, you know, based on. I mean, it's just the shooting today, things yeah. like that, that you just wake up. And, and, and what's scariest is, like, that this has kind of become normalized. Right. Like, think about when you heard about, like— Columbine? Oh, thank you. I was mm-hmm. like, concubine. Jesus. <laughs> you know where my mind's at. You're good. <laughs> Columbine, mm-hmm. that was, like, huge and yeah. so tragic. And I think about my reactions to shootings now. Of course it's still tragic and I yeah. get sad. But 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 the fact that I feel like it's such a normalized thing now and that I'm like so used to having these feelings is really scary. Yeah, you know definitely. I, mean? I I remember Columbine happening and thinking and hearing the the very common refrain of, you know, we never thought this could happen here. Mm-hmm. We never thought this could happen here. I think that we have to erase that saying mm-hmm. from our consciousness, period. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it could never happen here, but it does. Yeah. And the fact that it happens on the daily or monthly mm-hmm. or, you know, from... Las Vegas to Florida to all this stuff is just I I don't know why I started talking about this but the fact that oh like I said like I think there's a craziness happening as a result and people are fighting back good or bad but I think this is all sort of apparently necessary yeah for change to really happen yeah totally you know and and it's just sad that lives are you know being the prices certain people's lives being taken from them. Yeah, definitely. I think that the our culture of capitulation is slowly changing. Mm-hmm. The idea of like, oh, it could never happen here. A shooting could never happen here, but it does. Yeah, do you know how many times I've questioned like going to a holiday party? And then I like, believe that. All the time, I'm like, I go to concerts and movies differently now. Yeah, I yeah. do. There's a couple times I've been sitting in the theater and I'm like, what if a guy just comes in here and like just shoots us all? Yeah. Several times I've thought that. But I think even out of the, the shooting tunnel and like thinking broader like a reality tv star could never be president but he is you know what i mean right like right my next door neighbor could never go crazy but they might yeah like yeah exactly i I think that we have to just eradicate this idea that it could never happen Mm -hmm. because we're living in crazy times more and more anything can Mm -hmm. happen Mm -hmm. 
Um, and yeah, and I think that the Democrats need to keep going, keep the fight going, like open up those investigations to the president. Yeah. The Democrats want to request Trump's tax records or yeah. tax returns, which they absolutely can do. Did you see his response? They won't get it. Right. It's a hundred pages. No one understands tax papers. Fight for it. <laughs> get it. Go for it. Maxine oh, really? Waters will be chairing the House Financial Services Committee, which will allow her to subpoena those bank records. I hope Auntie Maxine mm. gets them and enjoys it, them thoroughly. Yes. Like, But that's sort of like fighting where I'm like, Dems, we can't pushing. be complacent. Yeah. Like we got to keep going. We got to right, keep fighting. Right. We've come so far, but we have so far to come. We Trumpism really do. still is alive. And is well. alive and well and rotting us. Yeah, and I <laughs> rotting. It's us. rotting us. It's driving me crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I have to be honest with all of this political conversation, Jackie. Mm. I am equal parts fired up. Amazed, overcome with pride to be a woman, but I am also very tired. Yeah, lit tired. And like sort of burned out on the election and election cycles. And I feel bad saying that because I feel like that's something that I shouldn't be saying in in light of all of this victory. I think you have every right to say that. I think you're really only feeling that because you care immensely. Definitely. And when you care about something so big and so grand and something that is actually directly going to affect you and your children and your friends and your lovers and your parents, then... And it takes a certain amount of energy away from you. For sure. You know? I completely agree. Definitely. And I think election burnout is a real thing. Mm-hmm. From the triggering news cycles that, like, thanks to technology, that and just something- bombard you all the yeah, time. all the time. There's, like, no way to escape it. No and way there's to escape a-, a level it. of anxiety because yep. at the same time you're, like, if literally if this guy gets chosen over this guy or this girl over this girl— mm-hmm. We're fucked. Yeah. You know? But also, like, the prepping for the elections and the prepping for who you're going to vote yeah, for. Yeah, and studying and doing seeing, like, research. do I, what, what, what is this, 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 this candidate's intention? Is he really going to do what he says? Is right. he, who is he represented by? Who does he, who does, you know, because I, and what are your morals? And mm-hmm. if this person is, if you don't like Monsanto and this person is getting money from Monsanto and, but you really, you know, like, it's just, it, they're so, much and it's so complex and and that's all focused on you that's before you get out and volunteer and make sure your friends vote and Mm -hmm. really campaign for the congressman that you support like elections are a lot of energy it is and as well as there's a i feel like a certain level of corruption and a a certain level of things they don't want you to know and they want to present this this sort of perfect candidate that you might get you fooled and then they Hence our president. And then you get and they get into office and you're like, uh, what? You know? Yeah. So it's really scary at yeah. the same time. Definitely. And I think it's taking a toll on our health. Alcohol sales always see an uptick around election Jesus. cycle seasons. People are drinking more. People smoking aren't sleeping more. as well. Yeah. Smoking more. Eating more. Eating more. I've definitely been eating more for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we made it, y'all. We, we made, made it. it. <laughs> if you are feeling like I and Jackie are, if you are feeling that election burnout and you don't want to own that because it feels somehow unpatriotic right. <laughs> to do so we stand with you and we understand you mm-hmm. we've got some tips for you yes if you're feeling the election burnout these are just some things that jack and i discussed and maybe they might help you if you're in a, a, a cycle where you're just stressed and a bit in, a bit of an insomniac and maybe you're just drinking too much maybe not as active as you should be we're here for you mm-hmm. so 
Uh, stress hormones are one of those things that keep you up at night. Cortisol is that n- the major yeah. stress hormone that we hear talked about yep, that creates really like a, the tire around the belly, yep. so to speak. <laughs> a little bit of extra weight around the midsection. Um, stress hormones, inc- including adrenaline and noradrenaline, are released during election cycles and can increase heart rate and blood pressure and increase heart attack and stroke, Oof. y'all. These are serious not worth dying for. Exactly. <laughs> There's also a risk of ongoing anxiety and depression, especially if your candidate loses. I mean, if you didn't vote for Trump, we definitely know that information. There's a lot of emotional pressure tied up in elections since people transferred their hopes and passions and expectations Dreams. into their chosen politician. That is as per USA Today. Mm. Just wanted to put that out there. But there are some things that you could do. Take care of yourself first. Right. To 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 rest, recover. Yeah, there's no way you're gonna be able to vote for your candidate or see your see your candidate make some changes if you went well. Right. Like that's the truth. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the first step is like limit your post election intake. Just limit it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like again, thanks technology, thanks social media. It's like, like shoved on our throats. Yeah, and it's very easy to keep getting bombarded by the same and, shit. And it does create a certain uh, like, you know, they've done studies now where social media does create a certain level of high. Yeah. And it does boost your serotonin or your dopamine uh, levels, so you feel good. Mm-hmm. But then, if you're not ready for such a high, you have a really fall, a big come down. Right. And then that's maybe where the depression and the anxiety can come in. Yeah. Or the insomnia. It almost sounds like mania. You're high or you're low or you're high or you're low. Every day. So just, How just many look likes? at the intake. How many followers? Yeah. 30 minutes to an hour of post-election research and now or I post-election think, intake is really all you need. I think now with these new iPhones, if I'm not mistaken, and you can... Um, uh, uh, if you haven't, you can update it. But now it tells you how much screen time you do. Oh, interesting. On maybe certain apps is what I've heard. Huh. So you can actually go in and see how much screen time you've actually been looking at. And that maybe is like a good way to measure whether you could go lower or higher on the days that you want. I, for one, do not Scary. ever want to check that statistic. Because <laughs> I'm afraid of what the results would be. Okay. The, don't do it, Alana. If anyone I'm, out there wants to do it, just I'm letting not. you know. That's, Sorry. That's my technological tip for the day. <laughs> Ding. I can, oh, that's horrifying. <laughs> but thank you for throwing that out there. I mean, yeah, if you're trying now to track you know. how much time you spend looking at this little device that you got called a cell phone. They're watching us. They're watching us, and, <laughs> and they'll tell you how much you're watching them. There you go. Um, <laughs> tip number two, get moving. Get those endorphins going. Run like Alana does. Or play golf. <laughs> okay, yes. Or do, you know, like... Do something to keep your body moving and fresh. I know, Jackie, you are really into meditation. I try to be. That's a mental movement. It is. You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. do something to get you away from it thinking is. That's about crazy. the That's crazy. I didn't think about how stressed I was this past week. Mm-hmm. And as a direct result of that, I was meditating two to three times a day. Yeah, my running, it's no surprise to me that I decided to run a half More. marathon around this time. Yeah. My running increased. And I think it is because there's more stress and fear. And that's really yeah. binding. And it's hard to be successful when you're vibrating at a 
low dreams. frequency totally. like that. No way. Like, yeah, everything definitely. Just, boo, 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 mm-hmm. Everything just goes down. Yeah, get, so get getting moving. If you feel like you've been really sedentary during yeah, this election just take cycle. A walk. Yeah. Sometimes I even, like, when I'm not feeling too good and I haven't been out of the house because I'm working so much, I'll just go and, like, sit in the sun. Yeah. You know? Like, I just like to it. get some, like, vitamin D. For sure. And just, like, breathe. A quick 10-minute head-clearing, like, jaunt around the block yeah. never hurt anybody yeah never and i think also like hanging out with your friends in real life yeah oh my is a big one too <laughs> in real life as opposed to online yeah. don't don't like the picture of your friend who you haven't seen in a month <laughs> text her text him Be like, hey girl what up boy like yeah. i see you i like that picture been yeah. a minute since i've seen you want to get some dinner or drinks <laughs> right. or lunch or whatever like hang yeah. out with your friends in real life Cherish connections those relationships connections. totally um, I also think it's important that we don't hang on to anger. Yeah. When our to... causes don't aren't seen through to fruition. Yeah, same. When our candidates lose, when our props don't pass, mm-hmm. it's very easy to be bitter Betty. Mm-hmm. And no one likes a bitter Betty. Nope. I don't think it's necessarily good to like hold it in as well or like try to not feel it. I think you need to you're gonna feel whatever you're gonna feel, or at least hopefully you can. Yeah. Um, because it's not healthy trying to not feel something. Um so, you know, I, like Alana was saying, I think exercising is a good way to let that stress and that anger through something. Mm-hmm. Um, or hanging out with friends and talk. Like Alana and I get a lot out. We get a lot out of how we're feeling just with each other by talking and right. doing this. And like every time we're done, we're like, yeah. Yeah. Like it's we good feel fuel good. for the day. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, don't hold on to it and find a way to. Um, I don't want is it dissipate. Is that the right word? Just like let it out through something, though, is what I like to say. Like, don't hold on. Let it out. Because I think dissipating just means like, like you like you just you sh- you're, try- you're trying to shake it off. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. So that's totally not the right word. Um. Yeah. Go run. Go. You know. Write. Write something. Uh. If you gotta scream into a pillow, you gotta something. punch a punching bag. If you gotta. I'm a big fan of a plate break. I learned that in acting yeah. class. I'm a big fan of if I am frustrated. You go and listen, bla- break a plate? Listen, some people, when they are angry, they feel a little destructive. Yeah, you got to break something. My thing is, like, if that's, if you're one of those people, because I certainly am. Yeah, you don't want to, like, hit someone in the face. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Go to your local Goodwill. Buy go a get plate. a cheap 50 cent $1 plate. Get five. Get ten. And you go somewhere near a dumpster. You go somewhere near a trash can because you're going to have to clean up after yourself. Right. And just throw the plates on the ground. I cannot tell you how much a plate break and a scream feels so good. I love that. You always get away with everything. Like... Boom! <laughs> the Republicans are assholes. Like I swear to God, I feel better now, and I pass that tip on to any listener. Wow! Any listener, it takes five dollars if you want to even invest that much. Yeah, money. or less if you want, like want to do a mug. You break that plate and you move on. Mug plate. Yeah. Bowl. We need dish. to have a segment called "Break That Plate." Right. Like you do it. <laughs> And if you do, like, tell Jackie and I about it. Oh, my God. it makes me feel amazing. I've never done it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell you about you it. You feel so powerful. I shit you not, Where do you go? You just go to, like, you find a dumpster where, like, Well, I just no do one... it here because oh, I yeah. own my property. Yeah, you have a great property here. Yeah, I, and you can, and I just, like, throw it on the ground and then sweep it up. But you can, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I mean, that's literally all you, it's just cleaning up after yourself. Yeah, no, or, I just imagine, like, being, like, really mad and angry, and then there's, like, this really calm, like, sweep. Like, it's just so, like, day and night, but it makes perfect sense. Or if, like, you have an empty trash can, just toss it into the trash can as hard as you can. Because then the cleanup is already done. Inside. Wow, you, okay, I'm going to do that. Yeah, so get, get that aggression Even out that way. Even just thinking about it, it makes me feel better. Yeah, right? it's really, it's a great stress reliever. I know it sounds yeah. hokey, Try no, it. but like because it's you're amazing. right. When people get angry, they get violent, yeah. and that's how accidents happen. And like yesterday, I was driving to work, and I swear people were driving crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was really like, oh, it's starting. Like the elections, the holidays, like people just yes, uh, right places to be, places yeah, to go. and like the fact that daylight savings now, so it's darker. So you're starting to like, whoa, it's like darker than usual mm-hmm. at this time, and uh, you know. Car accidents are just no joke. So yeah, I'd rather break a plate than get into a car accident. And I think it's really important as human beings that we learn that it's it's healthy to not judge our anger and totally. how it looks. Yeah, and I think the society tends to just see that or or, or see anger as bad. Yeah, especially think, when it's displayed by women mm-hmm, or wrong. Mm-hmm. And so you know, and I definitely come from that where I've never been able to really be so angry before you know it's just a nice way of, of getting some aggression i'm gonna out. do it i'm gonna do some it. some people have to break things some people can meditate some people write some people run yeah. like you know yeah. if you need to destroy something destroy it destroy it <laughs> um i also think in this like time of the trump administration somewhere along the line accepting defeat gracefully mm. went by the wayside we no longer just accept defeat lying down we we've become combative and I don't think that's a healthy way. Well, I think social media, too, hasn't really helped in that sense. Yeah, I just, let's get back to, like, not being sore losers. Let's let's get back to, like, you know, being on the schoolyard. And, like, when you lose, your parents would tell you, like, you know, just accept if, you know, like, it's cool. Like, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. Also, I think, like, you, there's more to life than your election at this point, at the election at this point. You know, it's your health. It's, it's, I always like to think about, like, it's the little things in life, mm-hmm. and it's what you're grateful for. If you have a roof over your head, yeah. you got some food, you got a good family, you have good relationships, you're healthy, you're happy. Yeah, start from there. There's a, a great quote. It's uh, it's um, I forgot who's who said it, but Oprah Winfrey. She, she could have actually <laughs> said this. Who knows? The quote is: "Happy people aren't grateful. Grateful people are happy." Oh, and yeah, I think I if you that. move through your day with, is with that gratitude, Sean, something. I don't he wrote where like a really I... good book on happiness. Anyways, go on. I have no idea where I. Um... Happy people aren't grateful. Grateful, grateful people, people are happy. happy. You know, I think if you can start off your day, I like to start off my day when I'm running. Just five things I'm grateful, grateful for. for. Yeah, like a grateful med. I do like a grateful meditation. Or... It starts me. Yeah. On a, a good path. I think also let's like get some more sleep. <laughs> Holidays are coming up. Stress Tell affects your sleep cycle. It. So does. Uh, it, Uptakes and alcohol. Yeah. Get more sleep. Everyone yeah. tends to get that second wind by like 11 a.m. Girl, you gonna be? Are you still with me? Oh my, been, Jackie's been, tired already. I've been yawning this whole it session. It is even 1 p.m. I had coffee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we all get a, a second wind around 11 o'clock at night. Try and be in bed between 10:30 and 11. Yeah, I've always get a been good night's know. sleep. Mm, a good night's sleep will make huge differences in your health. Yeah. In your day to day life. For sure. Um, also, like, the holidays are coming up, guys. There's going to be a lot of alcohol to drink, Food. a lot of sugar to eat, a lot of carbs to intake. This is a good time to maybe just, yeah. like, wean a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. I'm not saying go dry. I'm not saying go low carb. I'm not saying no sugar. Just 
balance, yeah, moderation. Clean it up just a little bit before you like junk it up again. Moderation I hope is you junk key. it up well. Yeah. <laughs> junk it up, girl. And uh, my final tip is, and you might be like, Alana, I don't agree with that. Here we go. I'm going to say it. Say it. So I run a lot. I've talked about this on the show. Uh, because I run a lot, I get a lot of lactic acid buildup oh, in yeah. my calves, which cause Charlie horses. So I've told my doctor about it. She recommended taking magnesium glycinate, which is a really uh, easy, easily absorbed form of magnesium to stave off the Charlie horses. In prep for this podcast, I also learned that magnesium is nature's anti-anxiety medication. If you have been running particularly anxious, look, I am no doctor. I'm not incurring. I'm not telling anyone to go take a supplement because I know we all have different opinions about that. Yes, we're not telling anyone to do that. I'm not telling you to do that. What I'm saying is... For this physical ailment, I take this supplement and it's had this but this side effect that I was not aware of that I'm not hating on because oh. I'm not very anxious. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Like, But is it a natural supplement? It's a natural supplement that I, I use for a physical ailment. Right. Well, most people are deficient in magnesium and iron and vitamin D. I think those are the top three. Just thing, something to consider. Magnesium, yeah. glycinate. Or I'm, I'm, again, I'm not prescribing can, anything, but it. This is what I would me. say. I'm not against that, but what I would say, being a naturalista and mm-hmm. all, I would say do the research on what foods are high in magnesium and do take do an uptake on that. I agree. Yeah, that would Jackie be better. Jackie is schooling us and <laughs> all of us guys, me included. That would be better because it's it comes in a pure form. Versus ah. an extracted processed form. True. And anything that is going to be taken from your body will um, absorb more of it faster, better, and maybe process better from something that is a natural source um, and that is like nourishment. Versus, We should have a <laughs> podcast episode. Just letting you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should have a podcast episode about like different philosophies of medicine. I think yeah, it'd be interesting. That would be. Because I'm not disagreeing with you. No, but I think and I'm not either. Two different like standpoints and Com- schools of thought. And backgrounds. Totally. Yeah, that's totally. it. I'm always just like, what What can you do that will, that will um, I guess, in general, I guess be healthier, but actually like have a better impact in the long run? I get on that. On your body, you know? Not that, I mean, if like, if it's working for you, do it, you know? And if it's harder to eat or uptake or do research or all that stuff or the time and the energy, everyone to each its own. Um, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. I will tell you, in the long run, self-medicating is not a good thing. So if you feel mm. yourself self-medicating to, like, detox from some of this stress, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, self-medicating for stress. If you want to, like, have a drink, smoke some weed, if you're, like, celebrating, Mm -hmm. if you're feeling good, if you're, you know, but anything that's in cause of stress, I've I've never been, if that's one thing you and I, I've never been pro that. We've all been there, don't get me wrong. Of course. I mean, life is life. Right. But, but, you know, we're older and we're more experienced. Yeah. there's things you, you live and you learn. So, yeah. Yeah. But all that said, guys, we made it. Election we cycle is done. We are going First into the half, holidays riding a wave. We are. It's awesome. It's really fucking exciting. Yeah. I definitely stepped on your toes. What no, were you gonna say? I was just going to say the first half of this was like, election, election. And then the second half was like, healthy, healthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all full circle. It is. <laughs> the election brings out the good, the bad, the ugly, and the questionable in all of us. Right. And magnesium. Right. <laughs> What is it? <laughs> magnesium glycinate. Magnesium glycinate. 200 to 400 milligrams, milligrams is, is the suggested dose. Okay. 
But anywho, that is our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you guys. This episode was brought to you by Christian at Zeitheist. Yep. You can follow us on Spotify. You can also iTunes. Follow us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. And while you're on Apple Podcasts, feel free to rate and review us. Go all the way down to where you see those stars. Feel free to hit five Five stars uh, and leave us a swimming review or like maybe even just a mediocre review if you're not feeling like we're not five star worthy or you know just tell us how you really feel Ross on Instagram at Black Black and Yellow Yellow Podcast Podcast. you can also find us individually if you would like as well yes I am Jacqueline Chung Young I am oh sorry and I am Alana Webster at Renegade of Fun yeah and we'll be back next week thanks guys happy fall guys Bye bye bye